Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, be sure you review our show wherever you listen to podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a ton and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, it's been a while. It's It's so good to see you. So good to see you, Hannah. So good to see you, my best. It has been a while. Life has been pretty busy for the both of us, wouldn't you say? We've got weddings. We've got weddings. We've got family visiting us. We're busy girls. We're busy girls just living our life. How are you, dude? What happened this week? I'm doing good. My mom just came into town this weekend, and it was so fun just roaming the streets of New York with her. We saw a couple Broadway shows, so that was so fun. What did we see? What did we see? We saw MJ, the musical, the Michael Jackson musical, which was... And now, wasn't that the second time you've seen this? Yes. The first time I saw it, I won a lottery ticket for it. And they put me in the front row, which was crazy. Hello, bingo. Hello, bingo. And I don't mean to over-exaggerate when I say this, but it is truly like one of the best musicals I have ever seen. You're kidding. The guy who plays Michael Jackson feels like he was reincarnated in this guy's body. So talented, singing, dancing, acting, sounds like him. I remember you said that the first time you, you would saw love it. You it. were like, he's, in- he's incredible. Oh, yeah. Okay. You- and it won like all the Tonys. Like, you would love it. We also saw as Hamilton. As long as but- Lin-Manuel Miranda. Wait, what? what? <laughs> I was just going to say, as long as Lin-Manuel Miranda is not involved. And then you literally <laughs> said you were seeing Hamilton. Erica, well, not everything. <laughs> I've had enough. Erica, don't be so crude. Hannah and I are getting ready to see each other very, very soon. Hannah, care to share where we're meeting? Ah! We're going to California and we're seeing Taylor Swift together. And I'm so excited about it. We've been, we bought these tickets in November of last year and we've been just counting down the days. We're, counting down. We're extra excited because. The seconds. We're extra excited because we love Taylor Swift, obviously, but we also are obsessed with Haim, who is the opener. Oh, my God. So it will be like two concerts in one. Oh, but when I have a bad day, I just think you're about to, you're going to see Taylor Swift. Like, we're going to be in the same room as her. I cannot wrap my little peasant pea brain mind around that. I can't wrap my head around it either. It refused to wrap itself around that. And you know what? We had an opportunity to sell these tickets for like triple what they're worth, what we bought them for. But honestly, I feel like they're priceless. She will never do a tour like this Mm. ever again. It just Mm -hmm. feels like we're going to a modern day. Yeah. Michael Jackson greatest hits concert like of our generation. And it, it feels like historic. It is. Can I paint a picture Mommy, mommy, who's Taylor Swift? I shatter the glass that I'm holding in my hand. What did you say, sweetie? Who's Taylor Swift? Swift. I turn slowly towards her. 
what did you did say? you just call her? And then I will immediately get the most vivid, shockingly vibrant flashback to when I got to see Miss Taylor Swift, you little brat, in concert in L.A. with my best friend in the whole wide world. Oh, it's been a that was time such coming. a good vision. Thank you. Mommy, mommy, who is Taylor Swift? What did you say, little sweetie? <laughs> what did you say, little Susie? What did you say, little Taylor? <laughs> oh my gosh, me. I'm so excited. All right, well, with that, should we get into the movie of the week? Let's get into it, Hannah. What what movie are we discussing this week, Han? We're talking about a little Pixar movie called Elemental. Let's hit it. Disney, Disney, Disney. Just when you thought there couldn't be another forbidden love, opposites attract rom-com, Disney stormed to the scene to give us their take. (laughs) Yes. And you know what the crazy thing is? That movie isn't even about that. But it was heavily marketed as such. What would you say this film was about then? Well, let me just start off by saying that, um, yeah, if you look at the numbers for this movie, the box office didn't really show up for this movie, which is so sad. I think a lot of people online have been saying that this movie was marketed as, you know, another Romeo and Juliet movie, another movie where opposites attract a plot we've seen over and yeah. over again, but that is nothing like the story we just watched on screen. Yeah, well, before we get into that, overall thoughts, it sounds like you kind of were a fan of it. Yeah, I did like it. I loved it. was such like a, a surprise, a great surprise, because I went in thinking it was going to be a different movie than it was, but mm. it was so cute. I think it was... Pixar's first romantic comedy maybe I would say yeah and it was just so cute you felt you felt the um like you left the theater feeling so good after seeing just a little romance on screen but it yeah I don't know what did you think yeah um I feel like I had a couple of thoughts I think I I watched the trailer again after watching it and again, kind of like Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, I feel like the people responsible for making these trailers need to be fired or like, are we using AI? Cause like, I don't feel like the trailers for the past couple of movies I've seen have been very like telling of what the actual film is about. It was the most basic trailer to a movie that ended up unfortunately being like so predictable to me. I feel like I was like 10 steps ahead of the movie the whole time I was watching it. And I think that that just is because I'm an adult and I think it's catered towards being a kid's movie to which I would critique even that comment because I don't really feel like children would enjoy this film. Oh yeah. You don't think so? 
I don't think so. It was it was really slow moving. There yeah. wasn't a lot of like childlike humor at all. Like I think even the ratings says that like or there was just like re- I feel like it was really catered heavily towards adults, which is fine. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I just for it being a maybe more mature movie for a more mature audience, I feel like the plot just was like like I said, I feel like I was kind of like five steps ahead. Yeah. Just like, oh, she's going to fix the thing with the ice and then it's going to break. And then, yep, 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 you know. But it, there were still some sweet elements. And like, I did like it. I just kind of was like staring at my watch sometimes. I was like, well, when is this movie going to? When is it going to wrap when up? When is it going to wrap up? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the first story of this whole movie is a story about immigrants and it touches on really mature topics like interracial marriage um people some people who aren't so accepting of immigrants coming Mm -hmm. where they are so yeah I don't know if they would follow that or catch that but um but I think it was done in a way where kids can still like lightly understand what we're talking about yeah I do think it was a really unique story in a lot of ways that I just don't feel like the trailer gave you at all. Like if it was like led with like immigrant family moving to this city, starting over, building this amazing shop, like there was maybe more of a focus on the dad and daughter relationship. And then Wade, you know, the water guy was kind of like, he's kind of like the crux in the story of just like, uh Oh, what happens when like, I fall in love and I'm now having to deal with like pleasing my dad and also yeah. kind of falling for this guy. I feel like that's a little bit more intriguing. I don't know. It just, yeah. Yeah. Cause we really don't have a Pixar movie like that. Focusing on that so. story. We have so many movies focusing on opposites attract, Nomeo and Juliet. Like things like that. We've just Romeo seen Romeo t- and Juliet. <laughs> no Romeo and Juliet. West Side Story. Like um yeah. we just have it's been done time and time again. But we forbidden have, love. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't really have a Pixar movie that focuses on immigrants. Yeah, the world that they like created. Like I really loved her family and like I really loved Ember. Her character was so dynamic and cool but then all of a sudden she like has this passion to spin glass and I feel like that wasn't very that was a little underdeveloped yeah that was oh now I'm remembering I wanted to write that down because that plot element was just it felt like it came out of left field I was like whoa right you want to spin glass and then like the most and the most predictable that's what I'm saying like I don't feel like that it's a very kid-esque movie she goes and meets her boyfriend's family and she's like I've got an internship for you like I didn't know what an internship was when I was seven like I don't that is a very adult plot like she has this opportunity classic hallmark plot do I stay home and help my daddy with his coffee shop or do I move to the big city and like that's new for Disney that's new territory but that is nothing new to society we deal with that plot day in and day out we're like yeah And it totally, like, captured the relationship between immigrant parents, a lot of immigrant parents and their children in that relationship, which is super interesting. And, yeah, and I read Peter Sohn dedicated this movie to his parents. He came to the Bronx from Korea, and you can clearly see that 
element throughout the movie. Like just um, with a lot of the emotional mo moments and like that whole uh, relationship between Ember and her dad. Yeah. Do you know what I feel like this movie kind of lacked? I was just thinking, I'm like, I feel like the movie had all of the, for lack of a better word, elements to like make a really solid movie. Yeah. Because it had, it had the, the forbidden love. It had the like daddy daughter pleasing, but there was, it just like lacked something. There was something missing. And I almost feel like they needed a different character. Like, am I crazy? I feel like if we had like another, <laughs> like I remember sitting there and when I realized I was just like, wait, is the conflict that they have to find this water leak? I was like, you're kidding me. The stakes just felt low <laughs> yeah. or like, the stakes were high. Let me re rephrase that. The stakes were high for the characters because it meant the shop being destroyed. But I'm just like, by a water leak? Yeah. Like, I that felt really un... That, it felt like a circle that didn't quite close. Like, shouldn't it have been, like, maybe the city wanting to, like, close in on fire communities because they don't want fire communities in? Well, that's an opportunity mm. for Wade to be, like advocating for fire family and he could have been like to the water community and been like no the fire people are amazing like it just the fact that it was just like a water leak I was like that was like the most like g-rated reason for a shop to close ever that's so true I didn't even think about that and what happens when it rains outside like there was just other things that I'm just like there's just things that don't quite make sense yeah. in this world Ember was like walking into buildings and things and I'm like girl how how does this girl how, how does, does happen? that happen girl I know you're not walking into a building with your head on fire <laughs> yeah the elements and their ability to destroy things it was like a very blurry line I was like, mm. how is Ember getting on this bus right now and not just catching everything on fire? Right, right, right. And the, like, another plot point that I didn't like, I was just like, this felt like another missed opportunity. She loved this flower. I don't remember what the flower is called, but she, like, had such a love for this flower that visited this museum and she never had a chance to go see it because the museum was like, we don't want fire people inside. And then Wade was like, I'm going to bring you into this museum and like show you all of these. I was just like, yawn, yawn, yawn. I don't care. Not even that had anything to do with spinning glass. <laughs> Erica, like, yeah, you're being, you did not passion. like this movie. I totally. Well, I just am saying like, it felt like an incomplete sentence. Yeah. Finish your words, Disney. Finish your words. I'm... Does she like the flower or does she spin glass? Because you're a Disney movie and you need to pick one. I do think there were multiple themes and I wish they could have solely focused on one and ran with that because we get this like story mm. of the immigrant family coming to town and adjusting and all of the struggles that come with that. Then mm. we have this romance circle which is going on yes. at the same time. And then another circle of her wanting to do her own thing and be and spin glass and not run her father's shop. Yeah. Do you know what this movie ultimately lacked? I feel like was an antagonist. Who was it? Who was the big bad guy? I'm sorry, a pipe leak? Yeah, maybe it was just, I don't even know. Not a person, but just conflicting elements and how they merge together. But to me, that 
doesn't fit in if you don't give children a good guy to root for and a bad guy to not root for it doesn't work for them yeah erica are we fighting like right now ki- no 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 kidding. no i'm just speaking so passionately i'm sorry i'm sorry no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i accidentally told erica that i really like this movie and i hope that didn't sway your opinion <laughs> before you saw the movie no 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 it definitely didn't i'm just does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, no, I'm I totally tra- get I that. Genuinely, I'm talking so passionate, and I don't know why it's literally just a Disney movie. But yeah, I just feel like to to prop like to market it kind of as like a kids movie, which it like yeah, by virtue being a Disney movie, it is. Give us a good guy, give us a bad guy, give us a good love story, and we're happy. And never, ever make us watch that kiss scene again, because that. <laughs> Was criminal. You mean the kissing with five different jump shots to their lips? <laughs> yes, I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know why, I but I kind of why did I kind of cringe a little? Why? I would be worried if you liked that, my dog. It was so bizarre. I just think the editing around that kiss, because oh gosh, spoiler if you haven't seen it, but yeah, they do kiss in this movie. Um but it's there's so much momentum built up to this moment and then they finally kiss and there's like six jump shots like back and forth back and forth back and forth between their lips <laughs> and i was like whoa 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 i don't want to see two animated characters kissing that much <laughs> they didn't even really have like lips it was just like like a sock puppet made of water and like fire it, it was just like so uncomfortable uh, yeah that was kind of a little I don't know I felt uncomfortable during it for sure I was like <laughs> back and forth back and, ba- ba- back and back forth, and forth. <laughs> I was like ah ah it's like we get it we get and you it. know what Erica I was gonna ask you about another thing that probably annoyed you what did you like the internet is really angry over this one character in the movie and i'm gonna let you guess i know who you're talking who is about. it plop plod yes, yes. <laughs> people are just so angry they're like at the moment i saw this guy in the commercial i knew i would hate him well it's funny because i've also seen the same critique that like they they heavily campaigned this character and made it seem like he was in the movie a lot more than he was and he was really only in like two or three scenes my theory is they finished making this movie and they were like frick me kids will not want to see this yeah and they needed to like craft some sort of like and i feel like frozen like really set disney up for this we have to have now an olaf character in every single disney movie like a side character who's really funny And will be great for merch sales. That's exactly what people were thinking. They were saying, like, this guy is solely mm. for plushies. Plushies. Keychains. Yeah. But I did think he was cute. He was, like, growing things under his armpit. He's arms. like, ah. I thought that that was cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was cute. I definitely wasn't in agony the whole time. Oh. Can I complain about another trope that was in this movie? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Unexplained dad cough? Wait, what? What do you mean? The, 
the dad was just perpetually coughing the whole movie and no one knew why. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? He's like, oof, oof, oof. I have to run this shop. Yes. Erica, I think that was just to like show him because gosh, the, yeah, I don't know. They were struggling animating him being older, I guess, but I think they were just trying to show that he's getting really old and can't run the shop. Yeah, that was loud and clear. <laughs> oh, oh. I just, <laughs> it was just like, after a while, I was just like, huh. Yeah, I know. I unexplained dad cough. the unexplained sickness and then do you remember also this is another trope but like when a character explains something from specifically a parent or an elderly character they explain something that is like sacred in their culture or something like oh it's a yeah neanderthal handshake and it's only done when you really really love someone yeah well obviously we're gonna see a neanderthal handshake at the end of this movie so when he was describing this bow oh i was like for sure i knew i knew she took her little like toothpick nails up on the boat i was like you haven't done your bow yet and then right on on cue she turned around and bowed and i was I know. like i felt the exact same way i was watching her walk up on that boat somehow it doesn't burst into flames because it's wood but (laughs) stop i found wade to be as endearing as i think they tried to make him i found him a bit annoying i knew you would find him annoying but uh yeah his care him as a character is kind of annoying he's very so emotional um, almost to a point where it's just someone Ridiculous. needs to slap him and be like, get it together, Wade. Yeah, get uh, it together. And was that them trying to show us that like men can be emotional? Because I know, I know, I know that they can. There's a difference between men shedding tears and crying over something that deserves a good cry and someone just bawling <laughs> when... <laughs> yeah. He thinks of, which was kind of funny, but I don't know. I've conflicted. I didn't. I didn't find that funny. I really didn't. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I'm. I genuinely try not to be critical because you said you loved it. So I walked into it. I was just like, oh, like maybe this will be great. But yeah, I just. Yeah. When when did she decide she didn't want to run the shop? Like I just feel like this little wet man walked into her life and was like, oh, sorry, bubble. This water bubble just kind of walked into her life and was like, you don't have to run that shop if you don't want to. And she was like, really? And it's like, she's been saying for the past. But she didn't even say that. She was like, I know, but I need to, but I want to. But I just feel like there were no warning signs that she wanted to pursue glass shaping, glass making. Yes, because there was that one scene where she like fixed the display or something out of glass and it was like oh that was kind of cool she's like no big deal i do it all the time yeah it made it seem like that was just like a thing that like every fire person can do and then she goes she gave off this attitude that was like i do this all the time it's kind of boring like i didn't think she enjoyed it 
Yes. And you know, another thing too, I thought in the beginning, like they were going to explore her anger issues. Like, do you remember how she would always like take deep breaths and be like, like try not to lose her cool. What happened with that? Like that kind of went away. And like, usually when a Disney character has like something that they're bad at or like something that they struggle with, it usually gets turned into a superpower. And we like never saw that happen again. Wait, that's such a good point. It usually gets flipped on its head and it's used for good or something. Yeah. And like, I guess maybe you could argue that like she met Wade and like Wade helped her connect with other people instead. But it's just like, what does that have to do with spinning glass? I'm still kind of at a loss. She goes over to her, his parents' house and spins a vase out of nothing. And the mom's just like, you should go to an internship. It's like, yeah, but she was going to run the shop, Helen. She's been wanting to run the shop, Helen, for the last hour and a half. You know what really threw me off is that that just completely confused me was that very intro scene we see of her as a child and she wants nothing more than to run the shop. Like that's what she wants to do. I wish they rewrote that and like cut to a shot of her spinning glass and her actually like her eyes lighting up and like she does it as a hobby or something. But like since we saw the intro of her growing up and just just dying asking her dad please 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 i want to run the shop i was just so confused i was like i thought that was your dream (laughs) i feel like as an audience got gaslit a little bit because it was just like she never wanted to run the shop and then they flipped it on its head no she wants to spin glass okay that's fine but you gave us no hints you gave us literally no hints ember okay they've gotta I don't know. Pick a lane, I guess. This movie just went too many places for me. Totally. And I have been seeing a lot of people loving this movie so much and really thoroughly enjoying this film. So please still go out and see it. Support your local theater and let us know what you think. Definitely. Don't don't let us rain on your (laughs) fire. (laughs) Exactly. Well... Let us know what you guys think. Um, Make sure you're, you know, being in touch with your loved ones, taking deep breaths. If your dad has a perpetual cough, you don't have to take over his shop. You can you can live your dreams. You can live your dreams if you want to spin glass. (laughs) Just tell us, okay? and we will root for you. Just tell us if that's what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. Well, dude, there's not much else to say here other than I love you to bits. I love you to bits, too. And stay tuned, everyone. Barbie, Oppenheimer are coming soon. We have some great movies we're about to review. So this summer is looking pretty exciting. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. And stay elemental. 